pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. That was fun for a while last night. It was. It made me miss being mm. around it. Mm. Yeah, I had FOMO. Yeah, that was the especially. I wasn't after, the only one. Okay, after the the, the Greasel then Tomonaga three were, that would have put him up by what twelve at that point. Yeah, it just seemed like a party. That give and go that put him up, I think fifteen. That one, yeah, that actually remind that brought back memories of going to NBA playoff games, which I don't say that very often, but there was just something about the buzz in that arena and the energy. I mean. Well, and we were talking about Izzo, watching how frustrated he was. That also kind of adds to the mm-hmm. enjoyment, too. You're like, okay. Like, they're really doing this. They're feeling it. Them. Michigan State's feeling it. Like, yeah, it was just wasn't to be. My advice for uh, Mr. Tilmanaga is I would declare for the NBA draft. I think there should be a handful of guys that play either at, well, one guy at Nebraska a handful of guys at Creighton that should declare for the NBA draft to find out what their status is because mm-hmm. you can come back. Yeah, mm. I think Tominaga should declare and get a feel for how the NBA feels about him, leave his options open because he has options whether back in Japan, he has an option in Nebraska, and he has an option to play maybe on, which, which probably might be the most ideal route, is summer league NBA basketball to get on a roster to play against you know one or two year NBA guys and then other fellow college guys and see where you're at now if you do that you're not you know you, of course you can't come back right. to Nebraska but possibly latch on to a G League team and maybe down the road get a two-way contract I think that's off that's off a ways but he should put his name in for the NBA draft so that he can get a sense of what they think of him. And if he doesn't like it and he likes what he has here, then he can come back to Nebraska. But he'll have options when the season mm-hmm. is over. Um, I, I'm not shutting the door on him returning to Nebraska, but I think there's some times where we look at it differently and, and some kids go, man, I've been in college for four years. That's a long time in college for four years but but you can do that's i don't i'm not really want to go to school that long right so there's there's also the part of you know any time that you know tomonaga's off seasons have been you know he's involved in you know international stuff uh, with japan playing so it kind of seems to be drawn out i don't think in this case he'll you know they'll, they'll, they'll sit down after the season is over and try and figure out what the right path is but I think he should declare for the NBA draft. Find out where he's at. He's got the loophole to come back to Nebraska. And if he chooses to move on and play pro ball, that's what he wants to do, whether it be at home where he can make you know, a fairly significant amount of money, which is probably more than he was offered last offseason mm-hmm. when he contemplated it before he came back to Nebraska. But uh, you know, I'm not shutting the door on him coming back to Nebraska, but you know, he's gonna, Nebraska's going to have to sell him, I think, pretty hard on – what his role will be next year, and 
what they would do with him to help his NBA stock mm-hmm. is where he, you know, eventually that's his dream where he wants to go. And this is where I feel Fred is, you can expect him to be very real in those conversations. And I would expect him also to suggest something very similar that you just laid out there because this is the benefit that these players now have where you can get a feel for it without, you know, completely jumping into the deep end that didn't always exist. So I think you're kind of foolish if you don't take advantage of that. And I think these coaches understand that the best opportunity that they might have if they really do see a guy that needs to come back or they need to they need to come back is allowing them and maybe even sort of nudging them into that direction of if you really do want this to be a future for yourself, why don't you get sort of a baseline feel for it right now? Find out the particulars. Find out how your game is critiqued. Find out if that is something that we are able to help you with another year at Nebraska. I, I've always respected it. And again, I, I really do feel Fred is one of these coaches that they're not going to always look at it from the optics of how is this going to benefit me and my program in the following season. I, I feel like if you do right by the player and a lot of coaches, their advice carries a lot of weight. And I think Fred's experience in the NBA also probably carries some weight of what he might suggest for guys like Casey Tomanaga, I think you're always going to take that advice. You're going to respect that. But I think you're going to get the evaluation that is obviously going to tell you that there's there's still more that you need to do. If you want any type of a puncher's chance, look, every kid is different. You might think back to what your head coach said and, and how in tuned he was to that and feel like he can also be very in tuned on how they could possibly use you. Now, the question is, what is that roster going to look like next year? If Casey Tominaga is going to be a part of it, what would that look like and how could they sort of promote his game uh, even to a, you know, a larger extent? I, I don't know. But I think at the very least, you're going to see him go through that NBA evaluation. I have to make a, a decision is Casey Tominaga Remember, before the injuries, his minutes were not lengthy. Mm-hmm. Now, I, I think he's he's his stock has risen by this run of more minutes, and you know, he's shooting it well. I mean, when he's got an open look, he's he's hit it well. And there's a couple of deficiencies in his game that I think he's a little bit better. He's not going to be an elite defender, but I think he's gotten a little bit uh, more reliable there. Mm-hmm. Is what are the building blocks? I'm violating what I said on Monday of not living in the moment, not looking ahead. But last night, I think I can go there because of the way Lawrence played, especially early in the game, is what is your one or two building block for next year on this roster? Jamarcus Lawrence is going to be one or two. Jamarcus Lawrence could be a really nice combo guard for Nebraska. I think he's gained some confidence. And, of course, what do you get? You get the box score up there, 33 minutes last night? Uh, Yep. Is that right? 33 and 22. So he's one of your two building blocks for next year. The problem is, guys that are eligible to return, how many do you go, oh, that's a guaranteed number two. They got a lot of Breidenbox and Wilchers and those kind of decisions. But through it all, through the month of February and and through losing two starters and having to navigate, I think you found Jamarcus Lawrence. I think Jamarcus Lawrence is is one of your top two building blocks for for next year. Not just because Tom Izzo said it. This has been something you've seen in his his minutes that have been spotty, and then they've been lengthy. Yeah, and you're like, okay, there's something there. Yeah, and you know, again, defensively, 
And I was having this conversation over the weekend too with somebody. You know, defensively, when you've watched him, he's been put into some tough positions because of what they're limited to. But you've seen him. We were talking about Casey's defense growing a little bit. I think Jamarcus Lawrence really has grown a lot defensively too. And for a combo guard too, we know he shoots it well. There's, I don't want to try to make the comparisons to you know some of the Iowa State teams that Fred had and looking at certain personnel there and saying, okay, who does. Who is that guy? Like, who is a Monte Morris? You know, who do they have a Nas Long? Like, it, I, I don't like doing that, but there are moments when I'm watching Jamarcus Lawrence and seeing that he could have that impact. And you, you saw this even kind of early in January when his minutes and his spots, you know, where you saw him in Denham Dawson, you started to really notice Jamarcus Lawrence become a little bit more reliable. And I think Fred you can always tell when he trusts somebody and you start to see him put into some different spots where ultimately, even if he fails, even if a guy is sort of breaking him down, you've watched Jamarcus Lawrence, I think, respond really positively to it. And I, I think that that is, when you think when you say building blocks, I, I think you look at him right there as, as a guy who his trajectory has gone in the right direction, really going all the way back to January. Uh, that's uh, Nick Jimmy here as well. I'm Gary. Mornings with Sharp and Handley. Coming up... Uh... After the top of the hour, we're about ready to have Festivus on this show about something that happened in college basketball last night. We'll get to that next. Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. 